I've experienced it once or twice. Okay, from an elder brother who is like way older, and sometimes he just issues commands like on you, like you're supposed to do this. You're supposed. It doesn't mind if you're an adult who should be able to take decisions for themselves or not. They just feel like I should just tell you what to do, and you just do it, and no arguments. Yet sometimes it makes me feel like I don't have a mind of my own. I'm just like a robot. That was Lady Simark. I asked five wonderful humans to share their stories on the use of mitigated speech, and each had an amazing insight to give. In this episode, I'll read my article to you and we'll go on to hear what they have to say. Mitigated speech is a style of communication used by someone of a lower authority to convey an important message to someone with a higher authority. A simple example would be in the manner of communication between yourself and your parents, particularly if you are African. I mean, you likely can tell your mom, mom, fix the car today. That's like asking for hell to open up. Instead, you'd say something more differential. Mom, I think we should fix the car today. Or something less commanding, you know? This is just a simple example of mitigated speech. With this, let's dive into the article. classic mafia movie, Goodfellas, we are introduced to a host of characters that represent the mechanics of a mob. Among these personas is Tommy DeVito, a man with a bladed tongue and an overheated temper, who frightened roaches to their death. Early in the movie, Tommy lunches with several associates, including Henry Hill, with whom he creates a boiling yet humorous tension. During their dining, the restaurant's owner, Sonny, approaches Tommy for an overdue bill of $7,000. Here's how the scene plays out. Is it with you? I thought I was getting pitched over there. He's hanging on my fucking neck like a vulture, ah, like a pending day. What do you want? This guy's worried about it. He didn't want to come over and get the check, you know. Just, Wait, he could take care of this. Yeah, it's no problem. Tell him to put it on my tab. Of course. That's what I want to talk to you about. You know, it ain't just this here. It's seven fucking big ones here. Seven fucking G's you owe me. You know, seven thousand dollars. I mean, eight peanuts. I don't mean to be out of order, not. You don't mean to be out of order? Jeez, <laughs> it's good you don't mean to be out of order, son. You call embarrassing me in front of my friends, don't know, like calling me a fucking deadbeat, you know? Oh, you know, sonny, you're a real fucking mutt. You know the money we what spend on this fucking... Come on, don't be like that. What do you I mean, mean, don't be on. like that? Jesus Christ! this prick. You think this is funny, huh? He's having... What the fuck are you looking at? This scene was a simple outplay of a creditor confronting a debtor for an overdue debt. And the gist 
is in the style with which this happens. Notice how Sonny begins his statement by pushing the steaming pressure to the young waiter by the corner, right before he hits the nail in yet an indirect manner. He says, Wayne could take care of us. That is mitigated speech. Linguists define it as an indirect speech inherent in communication between individuals of perceived high power distance. Gladwell puts it more succinctly in his book, Outliers, where he describes it as any attempt to downplay or sugarcoat the meaning of what is being said. We all mitigate at some point in our communication with others. You don't tell your mom, fix the car today. Rather, we turn it down to, Mom, I think we should fix the car today. The latter is indirect and less commanding. Notwithstanding, mitigation is more common in high power distance index spaces which plays greater importance on respecting authorities. The greater the perceived difference in status between individuals, the more difficult it becomes for an individual of lower status to communicate in direct terms with a superior. While mitigation may serve as a respectful tone of communication, its perils look in spaces demanding urgent decisions. In Outliers, Gladwell tells the story of plane crashes and mitigated speech. Korean Air Flight 801, skidded for 2,000 feet, fell into a ravine and burst into flames on August 6, 1997. It was a disaster that claimed 228 lives renowned the cultural legacy of Korean air staff and strengthened the replacement of mitigated speech with direct speech in cases of emergencies. Investigations revealed four antecedents of the crash. The first set are the three classical preconditions of a plane crash, which are minor technical malfunction, bad weather, and a tired pilot. These was propagated by poor teamwork in the cockpit. Both the first officer and the flight engineer, in deference to the authority of the pilot, miscommunicated their timely observation about the bad weather conditions. They mitigated. Don't you think it rains more in this area? Here. The first officer tells the captain. Captain, the weather radar has helped us a lot. The flight engineer tells the captain, one PDI measure of pilots from around the world showed South Korea as having a high PDI. The captain of flight 801 wasn't listening to the hints of his crew members. Gladwell points out the six levels of mitigated speech with which we make suggestions to authority. The first is command the most direct way of making a point. A quick example is buy the HP laptop. The second is team obligation statement. This is command without invasion. 
For example, we need to buy the HP laptop. The third is team suggestion. It says we are in this together. For example, let's buy the HP laptop. The fourth is query. A suggestion that seeks superior validation. For example, do you think we should? Or would you like to buy the HP laptop? The fifth is preference. A weaker suggestion of individual preference. Example, maybe we should buy the HP laptop. The sixth and the very last one is the hint. This is the most mitigated form of suggestion. Hints are crowned with ambiguity and can be mistaken for observations. For example, hmm, I wonder what will happen if we buy this laptop. In Goodfellas, Sonny's request is mitigated in the form of a query. He understands that Tommy is a brazen-tempered man, wielding a high level of authority within the mob, making a statement like, pay me my money, Tommy, would be quite unwise. And unlike Flight 801, getting paid was not an emergency. The Mafia prescribes the use of mitigated speech in diplomacy. Plane crashes forbid the mitigation of suggestions during life-threatening emergencies. Together, they teach us that our manner of communication matters. Emergencies arise at several levels of our communities, from the home to the workplace and within associations. And leaders have to design enabling environments for the expression of useful ideas. The focus should be placed on the advantage of an idea rather than its source. Stay respectful but understand when to be direct. And regardless of your choosing form of communication, always be clear. Mitigated speech isn't inherently bad. It is highly valuable when we are making a request or showing regard to authority. But in cases where lives are at risk and decisive actions need to be taken, as seen in Flight 801, mitigated speech should be ruled out. Hello again, wonderful people. You just listened to the audio version of my article on mitigated speech. Now, Let's dive to the interesting part of this episode, the part where I share stories from brilliant humans on their experience with mitigated speech. When I got their responses, I found key insights on advocacy and even got a refreshing understanding of mitigated speech, which I would definitely share with you at the end of their words. Starting out, Let's listen to their views on the importance of mitigated speech. Hi guys, this is Mark Lidisi. 
sometimes is necessary in order for us to get what we want done especially if you're in a leading position and it boils down to the safety of the people you're either leading or when you have to get things done like there are decisions that have to be made then yes you have to come out all right and in order to show superiority and show that you've actually thought about these things and it is essential that they are carried out in that particular order for the safety of every other person hi guys i'm a music artist by the name character of emmanuel so most times when you want to suggest people correct people it's best to come in a polite form because if you don't come in a polite form even if it's good even if it's right they might decide not to take it because you came to give them a command you came to challenge their knowledge you came to challenge their basis their understanding and their belief so mitigated speech sometimes is just that flavor to the drug that allows them to take it in and then go ahead to do what you have said hi guys this is society not to him definitely see that we have come across it at some point in our lives even if we didn't know that it was mitigated speech um as africans alone our way of communication between one another is very important especially when you're communicating with like elders or your parents or relatives like for example you can't just tell your um mom oh go pick up henry from school no because you may get slapped so it's more of like your way of communication is very important um politeness respect comes in like oh mom please time to go pick up henry from school that sort of thing an example that i have in mitigated speech is how um parents sometimes communicate with their children because sometimes you may be trying to give advice to this child but yourself putting it in like a strict way or in a way that it makes this child um it demeans this child and then they are not really so in your and the parents are really like oh yeah and give my child the proper advice so i don't grow up well but the way the child would have taken um the communication you provided they would have all the bits they would have gotten was but i think the negative bit whereby uh, your tone of voice was demeaning they just felt like oh god what is this like you know when someone communicates to you and it just feels like it just made you feel crap like crap that sort of thing so i do feel like um parents need to work on their form of communication between them and their children so you just listening to the views of lady c character of emmanuel and osiratin but what about your experiences with mitigated speech coming up the next voice you hear is that of isa muhammad Issa is the president of the PSNYPG, a non-governmental organization and community for young pharmacists in Nigeria. He shares his experience with choosing mitigated speech as a tool for fund generation and advocacy. And he starts off by describing a time when he needed to generate funds for the operations of the organization. Let's hear him out. I was um, invited um, to the council meeting. On getting to the council meeting, I was very nervous and anxious. How would I put this message out? How would I explain to them that 
um, we actually have a lot of project and um, we need funding support from them to actually bring this project to life it was a difficult task because they have a lot of project themselves they also have a budget they also have a work plan um, we were not factored in initially into the budget and work plan and all of a sudden we are bringing a big book check for them to foot the bills for us it is always a difficult thing to ask and the council has members over 40 sitting in the house everyone waiting for PSLYPC to present we can't go out rightly and say okay we are young pharmacists we want you to give us money for this data so I was very nervous I was very anxious as to how I would go about it so when I came in and I decided to give my speech I started with the story <laughs> I started with the story I started explaining to them how it is important for them to invest in young pharmacists why it is important for them to help us leverage different spaces and help us improve our brand awareness improve our projects by the time they improve our capacity development this is what the outcome would be after giving them the statement and problem statement i outlined the solutions and then we outlined the outcomes and i told them that the only issue we have now in implementing all of this is the funding we've done our book tried to collect funds but we couldn't get them as we actually expect we're hoping that we know there is no one who can help us as at now as much as the mother society pss um pharmacy society of nigeria it was a very beautiful one i remember the smile on the president's face <laughs> i love council members they're like mm-hmm, they're politicians <laughs> a lot of people believe it's politics but from the perspective of how you came in and explained mitigated speech i realized that wow this is actually a big thing this is something i have been doing like day in day out without me even realizing another case is cases of um, um, yps not being happy with their employers or whereby you see an employer refusing to pay the salary of um, his employee which is a young pharmacist the young pharmacist would call for us to intervene these people are mostly senior colleagues the young pharmacist would tell you i worked for him i paid my dues they should pay me my funds you need to talk to them talk sense to them so i understand the emotional baggage that comes from that side i can't work and you know pay me so it's hot so whenever they bring the story to us, we can't use the same emotion to approach this same problem. By the time we call the other side, you don't go, ah, I'm the chairman of PSMYPG. You don't go that way. So I'll be like, hello, hi, this is Isa Mohammed from PSN Young Pharmacist Group. We realized that one of our members had a certain issue with you. And then he brought in a complaint but then we believe to every um story there's always a collaboration to it so decided to call you and hear your own part of it before you knew it you heard him saying thank you 
for actually giving me a chance to talk to my um, to talk um, or give me my own side of the story and then you tend to hear the two sides and then you think of how to propose a solution the solution you are proposing is not as if you have one almighty um, power or with you or you have one legal backing to say okay this is it and it's that no you just have to propose to them and try to intervene diplomatically and i'll be like okay so i spoke to him he's like he doesn't want to work again but then if you could actually pay him for four months that he has been here with you that will be fine i believe it's a good deal instead of you having him do this do that we could actually come in this way so we propose solutions to both sides we help them see the bigger picture why it is not good for people to fight and also it has not always been very very easy that way but sincerely it's worth it that was isa but how have other young leaders used mitigated speech in their activities let's hear them out hi guys this is mark ladc okay i've been a leader in few sectors in, in church and school there about yes sometimes i i don't i try as much as possible when i'm in my team not to not to make it look like i'm the one making a decision or it's too autocratic i, I try to make it look like uh, we are making the decision okay yes i'm maybe i'm guilty of it to an extent because of that i i will bring up i will logically think about an idea first and then check out the loopholes and the corners and see if that could work then i put it out there and be like okay guys i think we should do this what do you guys think so they will look at it again and be like oh it's actually good i think we should do it okay so it's like buying my idea but not look not really looking like i'm imposing it on you but then it now comes off from them making it look like we are all making the decisions together why i have already like thought about it initially you get so yeah it could be bad it could be good hi guys i'm a music artist by the name character of emmanuel i had an incident some time ago where i lost my phone so i went straight to the aig's office and I, want, I demanded to see the AIG. I just walked in and the police saw me. I was looking very nice, looking very corporate. And he was like, who do you want to see? I said, I want to see the AIG. He said, the AIG is not around. I said, okay, no problem. I want to see the DC. So I was directed to see the DC. Now that was weird. When you miss your phone, you don't go to see the AIG. You just go to look for any of the smaller units that can just help you trace it. But most times people would delay you when you don't go through the top you know they'll waste your time but when the command comes from the top you see people you know scampering just to make sure that they attend to you so when i got to dc i first greeted him you know asked him how's the work how is everything i introduced myself as a pharmacist and you know and i told him that uh, you know sir I I had an incident and you know I told him a lot of I told him the whole story but I was then I finally told him that I lost my phone. You get so I just feel if I just go in there and say sir I came to see you because 
I lost my phone. You get, he might not respond very well. But I first didn't paint the reason why I was there to his face. I just sat with him, discussed with him, and, you know, at the tail end, I now opened up to him why I came. You get, so I think that was a good use of mitigated speech. Hi, everyone. This is Fumbi Okoya. My experience of it has come from when I'm leading teams and some some members of those teams are not uh, very familiar with me or we don't have a personal relationship. So there's that um, like unfamiliarity and that often means they're trying their best because they don't know me as much. They're trying their best to play safe to not to um, challenge authority or hurt feelings in any way. And then as much as I always try to create an open atmosphere within my teams, let everybody feel free to speak up, you know, contribute ideas. Some people just feel that because they are not, um, they're not the leader or not the most senior ranking person in the team that they should not contribute as much or them speaking would be a problem. Another thing that just occurred to me is how um, different countries and cultures um, tend to use mitigated uh, speech differently. I know you covered this in your article talking about some Asian countries, but then I also realized that Britons are also very more likely because conservative cultures in general, like the UK, they're more likely to use uh, mitigated speech than more liberal countries like the, like the US. And finally, let's take a look at the dark side of mitigated speech. When exactly should we stay away from it? When it comes to friendship, or relationships is a whole different ballgame you know some persons don't always know how to differentiate them like there are instances when that shouldn't be used because it's tend to send another message to the other person makes the person feel less important or let's say your ideas are not really necessary i've already figured this out you know it's um it's too much like it's too demanding when it comes to that particular aspect of life well i have experienced it once or twice okay from an elder brother who is like way older and sometimes he just issues commands like on you like you're supposed to do this you're supposed to, it doesn't mind if you're an adult who should be able to take decisions for themselves or not you just feel like i should just tell you what to do and you just do it and no arguments yet sometimes it makes me feel like I don't have a mind of my own i'm just like a robot so down to relationships it's not so healthy when you just be like um i think you should do this uh just do this do this you do that and um i'll do this one it's just like you should ask it should be free enough for us to have like open conversation and let's um let's let it look like it's a decision between the two persons it's more encouraging sometimes you know, it's not necessary 
you know when you're in a relationship and you have somebody who is you know doing things that you are not comfortable with i think it's good to just outrightly say it at the spot do not even wait just let the person know that okay you see what this thing you've done this is how it is i do not like it and you know the person would you know see how he or she would work on it it's really frustrating for me because in my teams i like there to be communication open communication i like to explore as many ideas as possible i think the more ideas that we have the more likely we're going to choose a better one and when people are not being very clear somebody thinks an idea is not good they don't actually say so they just um say we could do it and them saying we could do it is actually them saying that they don't think we should do it which is can be very frustrating it's why people like me who are very direct communicators we want you to tell us exactly we're not very them saying we're not very smart in in um, in figuring out also non verbal cues that come along with it because we're probably busy thinking about other things so, you can make um leadership pretty frustrating when your team members are always using mitigated speech you never even know what they mean you end up going with what they say which might just be peripheral there might be a bigger danger to me that they see but they are not um open to directly communicating when i often realized that speech was mitigated was when it's like when i'm let's say the, the activity is passed and then I'm talking about it with someone the person is like yeah the person always knew that our idea was not good but um we didn't um, see it when she says so and I'll be like did you say I don't think I remember you saying that the idea wasn't going to work and the person says they did and then when they when they paint the whole scenario again you realize that they think they did in their own way but you didn't understand it that way but luckily on the long run um if the person in charge is a good decision maker um mitigated speeches have less effect because eventually you're going to rationalize and what you said okay maybe this idea is not the best when it's in emergency situations where you don't have a lot of time to rationalize you have a lot of time to think you need people around you to give you very clear information so you can be able to proceed yeah it could be bad it could be good so sometimes i think it's just to strike a balance to know when you're supposed to issue out this kind of speech and the situation in place okay so you don't downplay the next person it doesn't make the person looks like uh or the person will start looking like maybe i'm not so important or maybe something is wrong you know stuff like that can it just can mow your relationship and kill a lot of things but when it comes to leadership and situations that i really call for it okay i, I don't see i don't see it like um, an option you should be firm enough to draw the lines and issue out what you want done and what you don't want done so everybody's on the same page so i basically think it's somehow important in terms of communication but it's just to strike a balance. Hey wonderful humans. Thank you all for listening to the first episode of Strange View. The truth is that mitigated speech is something we've all used at some point and will keep using. You know when Osiris gave the instance of its use by appearing to their child, 
it really made me rethink the concept of mitigated speech. If you recall, I mentioned that Gladwell pointed out six styles of mitigated speech. The command, team obligation statement, suggestion, query, preference, and hint. Now, from her insight, I realized that mitigated speech isn't only used by someone with a lower authority. You know, it could be used at a time when there is a need to act as someone with a lower authority. So, for instance, uh, when a parent needs to make a plea or avoid conflict with a child. This somewhat means that, you know, authority isn't dependent on the age of an individual. Authority can be transferred from time to time. And that was key for me to learn. So, what then is mitigated speech, you know? I believe the key thing to note is that mitigated speech is typically used to convey an important information. And when using mitigated speech, this important information can either be conveyed through a command, an obligation statement, a suggestion, a query, a preference statement, or a hint. If you have a personal story of mitigated speech, do leave a comment on this episode or send a message to me on Twitter and Instagram at etashelinto. Thank you folks once again. See you in the next episode. But before we leave, I will leave you with a few words. And it's this, that when you love, love truly. For all things are one. And who are we if not each other? Audio version of my article on the podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the first episode of Strange Views. And the first official episode. We're listening to... Wow.